0: You know, it's October, and um, I think October's a good time as any to bring things back from the dead. So uh, I'm going to open this. Uh, I'm going to open. You all ready? I'm going to open this uh, This. This sarcophagus here, right? Oh, boy. Okay, here, here Here we go.
1: I didn't bring a dust mask.
0: No, it's okay. Alan's just been chilling in the sarcophagus for a while. I'm just going to open it and let him out. There oh, goes.
1: God. Oh, God. Oh,
0: dear God. <laughs> Whoa. <Hey. laughs> Hey, 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 buddy! Why did you guys put me in there? I, I mean, it wasn't. I wasn't necessarily our fault. It was the people. Well, it wasn't my idea.
2: It was his <gasps> idea. Blame, blame David.
0: I, God damn it, David! I, I thought it was a Forever Wear container.
2: Oh, I thought it, I thought you were kidding.
3: <laughs>
0: no, look, look. You look. Look, I thought it worked because, like, you came out. You're as you're as fresh as ever. You don't look like you've aged a day since uh, July when we did the comfy and cozy cabin. Well, that's weird, because it feels like it's been an eternity. Maybe it has been. What What year is this? I oh, it's,
1: still, who knows. it's 2019.
0: I'm waiting for Laura Palmer to stop there screaming. There you go. <laughs> in the background, because I said... Anyway, hey... Have I, I, any bugs in there? Are th- wait, are there... Are th- ooh, there's some choice grubs in there.
1: Yeah. But I, Oreos. But first I
3: made the... Oh, thank you. <gasps> but first, I first I had to befriend them. And then I had to eat them, and uh, that just felt terrible every time.
0: (laughs) I didn't real. oh, I'm sorry. Okay, not only did I fuck up and this was an actual sarcophagus, but I realized on the side it says, uh, produced by uh, Don Bluth. (laughs) So of course the bugs would be animated. I'm I'm so, yeah, I botched this very badly. Look, I was panicking, and... (sighs) You were panicking? (laughs) I was panicking. Look, the YouTube channel died, and I didn't know what to do. So, oh,
3: forgive me for making you panic. <laughs> oh, we as had to, to preserve at, the show. As I clawed at
0: the inside of my sarcophagus. I mean, I, I put I put a velvet lining in there. <laughs> <laughs> Surely that was comfortable.
2: Speaking
3: of Don Blue... I, I, I swear to God, if someone does not hand me a beer,
0: oh, don't, don't worry, I got I got one from uh, I got one from the I- eternal vending machine. Here you go. Thank you. It's Hennessy. <laughs> I hope you don't mind. <laughs>
2: Welcome (sighs) welcome to Undercooked Analysis, everybody. We're
3: back, baby!
2: A dinosaur story.
3: Uh, Oh, the sun's so bright.
2: Speaking of Don Bluth, let's talk about something that messed up, or fucked up Disney,
0: shall we? Okay. Hey, we should probably explain, uh, we should probably, uh, reintroduce ourselves since I feel like we all, we all just, we all crawled back. Um, I'm, I'm David. I, this is all my fault.
3: I'm Alan. It's all David's fault.
2: I'm Kayla. It's all my husband's fault. And that's David. Oh yeah, since our since then I've married your ass.
0: Oh god, my but only my ass for some reason.
2: Corpse ride style. No,
0: oh, no. Yeah. I shouldn't have practiced uh I shouldn't have practiced that wedding speech in the woods where your hand was sticking out of the ground cuz
2: you know hands look like twigs,
0: right? Yeah. And I'm said, and I I don't know what I'm doing here anymore. I'm glad you could join us here we need to, it always needs to be a graveyard trio that's just like how it goes now we got a, we got a quartet and uh, and we're gonna we're gonna finally follow up on our promise we made a while ago and read uh, the winners of our Disney pasta challenge that we proposed way back in
2: July, J- July uh, June whoa, whoa, whoa. June no may
0: May all the way to July July 17th was the cutoff which is the day Disneyland opened
2: yep um <laughs> And uh, the here's the interesting part. So we have actually three judges, which include David, me, and Saed. But we have Alan, who has not read any of them.
3: Cause I sure haven't.
2: I like this because I think one of the ideas, and from what we've heard of people or listeners, is they love hearing surprise responses to stories they haven't we have not read, and basically being like shocked by this. So to add that element. We are bringing in someone who has not read any of them to get his or her or whoever. Or their. Or their natural response. In this case, it's Alan. That is me. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And also, what's a UCA uh, without Alan? And we need to begin this with Alan. Let's be honest here.
0: It wouldn't be the same without you, buddy. Thank you. That's why I pulled you. That's why I had to act quickly to preserve you in a sarcophagus. For some reason.
1: Alan. Alan is the the lifeblood of of UCA. So that's why we had to keep him it, safe. It's yeah, true. That, that's why
2: we had to keep him. In.
0: This is a dumb bit, and I'm ready to stop. now.
2: <laughs> I did like your reference uh, of Forever Wear Tupperware from Erie, Indiana. I, I'm very proud of you. Thank for you. That.
0: Thank you. That was a that was a hard sell, but yeah. Um, but I, um. I mean, in all in all seriousness, in all seriousness, yeah. In all seriousness, though, Alan, how the hell are you? I'm um, doing pretty
3: good. Um, uh, I was I was hanging out with my, my buddies today. Uh, mm-hmm. We're we're going on a camping trip pretty soon, so we were doing some camping shopping, and then we got dinner. So we went to uh, went to Dicks and uh, we kind of touched base at Dick's. and uh, after that, we went and put five guys on our mouth.
0: <laughs> never change my friend never change
2: holy shit
0: was it good I got a, uh it was great guys, yeah yeah i've never taken kayla to five guys so we should go sometime
2: i should there should be a point
1: where i have five guys in my mouth i mean
0: yeah i think that's i think that's only fair
1: yeah <laughs> I mean, after a long week, that's kind of all you think about—is having five guys in your mouth. That's
2: that's basically what happens after you get married. All you can think of is, "I need five guys in my mouth right now." <laughs>
0: <laughs> to be
3: fair, uh, after I, actually, I've a, I've I've a, i have ai hmm? have i have a, I, I posted a Twitter post about five guys once. Uh, basically, their their fries, uh, like. If you order a large fry at Five Guys and and you don't know like the deal, hmm. which I didn't the first time I ate there, like a, their definition of like a large fry is enough fries to kill you.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's
3: true.
0: I didn't think that was possible, but they yeah, just, I guess they, they just give say. you
3: they just <clears throat> they just give you a grease soaked paper bag filled <laughs> to the brim with
0: French fries. <laughs> Man, I'm like that actually doesn't sound so bad.
1: It's pretty and it's, to and it's me. like
3: and it's like five dollars. It's five dollars for a killing dose of potato.
0: <laughs> Is it the kind of thing where you open the bag and you realize it actually leads to a potato dimension?
2: By by the way, it, I, kinda I used to play bass for a killing dose of potato. <laughs>
0: That's a good
2: one. Thank you. I actually really like <laughs> love- High five, high
0: five. Yeah. You <laughs> earned that one. I
2: know, but I got the Alan, the fact that he came up with that is, ah, oh, that's a great band name. I, I really want to name <laughs> We're it.
0: We're going to jot that down. I, I still think my favorite band name I've ever unintentionally come up with is Goats Can Be Nephews. <laughs> that is a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Um,
2: uh, should we read our first? Yeah, story? let's read
0: it. So we have our three winners here, uh, based on our our judge decisions. We also are going to talk about three, are our, our, like sort of three mm-hmm. judges' picks for stories that we liked individually, but based on sort of the rankings we gave, didn't quite make the the cut. But you know, are some of our personal favorites. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna name our our three as we get to them. But um, uh, our three we- our three winners. But uh,
2: we'll do our three winners this episode. This
0: is we're doing our three winners this episode because I think it's only fair. But I want to do in the next episode that we do, we're going to do our um, personal, our personal favorites. And stay tuned if you want to hang in through the end of the episode. Uh, I've got some sort of I've got notes about sort of the way things are going to go on UCA from this point forward. Uh, Anybody who's followed us for a while knows that we've kind of had to change things. Not necessarily our decision, but because in looking at the fact that the YouTube channel got shut down because, uh, well, I mean, I could go into that more later. I don't really... I'm in a good place right now. I don't really want to talk about it right now. Um, But... Suffice to say, it's given me a lot to think about, and I kind of want to approach uh, the way we do stories a little differently now. That doesn't mean that we're, the show is changing entirely, but there's going to be some some new housekeeping rules. So that said, uh, why don't we get right to the to the fiction and the people who are going to get money from us because they won our contest? Yes. There, there, <laughs> there is a...
2: So uh, for any of our winners, please send us your uh, PayPal um, so we can send the money your way. Or Venmo. Or Venmo. Venmo works too.
0: Or address.
2: Uh, I guess or we credit
0: get... card numbers.
1: No, no.
0: Yeah. Or <laughs> bank accounts.
1: Or,
3: or send us a dress.
0: Send us
1: just a yes. dress. A dress, preferably purple. We like purple. Ooh. Purple's my
0: favorite color. I accept purple. I
1: want
0: a purple dress. I'm more of a green. Green is as my long s- as
1: there's little frills and lace.
0: Green is not a creative yeah. color, but it is my second favorite color. So, <laughs> <laughs> frills are good. Frills are good too. Um. What? So our first, our first story in our lineup. This is gonna. Do we need a drum roll for this? Future David, can you put a drum roll in right here? Our first story. Our and, third... uh, and 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 six underground. Okay. A drum roll. At six underground. <laughs> uh, drum
2: roll and six
0: underground. Um. Our first story. Our third place winner is a shitty vacation, by Ericlebot six six six, who uh has contributed to the show be- before. Thank you. Thank you, Urkelbot. Yes. Congrats.
2: You got third place. Third place! Send us your PayPal Venmo.
0: Send us your firstborn, and we'll consider letting (laughs) you live. Um,
2: Yes. Uh, So let's read this. (laughs) Uh, All right,
0: let's shoot this fucker.
2: (laughs) That's my favorite Tim Burton movie, by the way.
0: All right. Uh, We're going to do this uh, popcorn style, as per usual. Uh, I'm going to say... uh, well, okay. Let's 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 figure out an order here. Um,
2: alphabetical.
0: Alphabetical. So so, Alan will start.
1: Then you. Then, then you. me. Then Kayla. And I'm last.
0: Hey. Cool. Do <laughs> y'all got the story up? I do.
3: Excellent. This is. We are reading uh, a shitty vacation first. Yes.
0: Yes. Yes. Yes.
3: Perfect. The title of the story is a shitty vacation.
2: What a great title, right? <laughs> <by the way.
3: laughs> That means you're recruits, now move it, says the alien on the screen. This indicates that it's time for us to enter the theater so the ride can start. I heard that they were shutting down the Lilo and Stitch ride, so this is probably the last chance I'll get to see it. It's my first time going on the ride after years of never having the pl- opportunity. Amid the sparse crowd, we start slowly shuffling through the queue into the main attraction room. A hand slides down my back. Well Eric, please, I say.
2: What he replies as though he has no idea what he's being scolded for. He's been rubbing up against me and squeezing my ass the whole time we've been in the queue. It's been freaking me out a little. There's a t- there's tons of kids around. Um by the way, uh the ride they're talking about for those who don't know is Stitch's Great Escape and that did mm. close down fairly recently if
1: I call it's been at least a year now. Uh, since it's closed.
2: I know that they the it's most famous for like the horrifying image that's been that went around the
1: internet of Stitch,
0: oh, the decaying Stitch animatronic. Oh
1: yeah, that's where that came from. Yeah, oh, that made me so sad.
0: Uh, this used to be the extraterrestrial alien encounter ride, but it was way too mm-hmm. scary, so they made it about Stitch. And I probably wouldn't ride either incarnation. of Well, no, I wouldn't ride either incarnation like, of it. Okay,
1: I'm a big fan of Lilo and Stitch, so I liked this just because I got to look at a big animatronic Stitch. So
0: yeah, I uh, I went on this system. You well. got
1: to pick up every Stitch.
2: So I, I I've never been on Terrestrial Encounter because uh, at the time it was only in Florida, and uh, I hadn't had a chance to go to Florida when it was available. But then I was there when Stitch's Great Escape was there, so I did ride that. I was and mm-hmm. like I like you, I thought the animatronics were great, but as a ride, it's just kind of like they blow hot air on you and it's just silly. I, I it, it's it's one of those rides. It's like they're not my favorite. It kind of reminds me of the uh, it's a bugs or. A bug's life or bugs, yeah, oh. the, that one's better though. That's a much more fun show. I, nah. I like it. I'm eh, I'm yeah, I'm okay <laughs> with it. I don't know. I I'm not too, I'm, I'm not
0: a fan of 4D stuff. Yeah, generally. I, it, the seat pokes you.
1: Yeah, but that's compressed fine. air gets everybody you. around you <laughs> sprays
2: water in your face.
0: That's so why I'm not, like, big on Universal, generally, because mm-hmm. Universal, all of Universal's rides have the same story. You do a thing, everything goes wrong, you're going to die, and we blast you with compressed air and water.
1: <laughs> Stitch's Great Escape is one where you just you just go in there to kill time and get yeah. out of this one. Basically. It,
0: it's air-conditioned. Yeah. Time really does die when you're in. <laughs> <laughs> this is the narrator's first bit of F- logic is going on Stitch's Great Escape at all.
2: Alan, have you been on this ride?
0: Uh, No. Yeah, uh, no, I have not.
1: You never will.
0: <laughs> it, it's it's legit gone.
1: Can you try to keep your hands to yourself, I ask? In response, he just pouts. A noticeable bulge running down his pant leg. He's been this way the whole trip. Pouty, I mean. Fully erect. Uh, bulge, <laughs>
2: wait, bulge running down your leg. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, it's falling off. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, <laughs> God.
3: Is this another killer testicle story?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, it's not another killer testicle story. I can assure you. That would be great if
2: that did happen, though.
3: <laughs> um, two weeks ago, he found out that I cheated on him. I've all but checked out of this relationship, but we already had the tickets and hotels and everything. Neither one of us was willing to give up our Disney trip. Eric seems to think that this vacation could be a new beginning for us. To me, it's just an obstacle to the inevitable
0: end. Well, cheating fucking is terrible and autom- automatically makes me not care a lot about the narrator. Just putting it out well, there. not that I don't. Not that I don't think the narrator shouldn't be like you know. It,
2: I think this actually gives an interesting take because usually with nar- like narrators aren't always like oh I cheated on him or there's that that blank.
0: Yeah, no, I mean there is that, but like,
2: and I thought I kind of like that. I actually like that uniqueness of it that it's uh. That like this uh, character is actually kind of the asshole in the situation, mm-hmm. and that they're so. Uh, it's it's, it's a, go ahead.
3: I, I've actually noticed a common thing. Uh, I I uh, I've been like collecting these uh, collections of like old like horror comics, mm-hmm. and there is there is a definite pattern where it's like very very quick. <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, to establish our protagonist as an asshole, so you don't feel bad about like all the terrible shit that's about to happen to them.
0: <laughs> the, the, the usual theme of a lot of these old horror comics is that karma is a bitch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, it makes it makes sense. Um, I. I can't remember what it, you know what it was I watched a video of the the creep show haunted house that they have at Universal this year
2: Oh yeah And
0: all the, uh, you think about creep show yeah all the comics are just like payback this It's person, all supernatural payback
2: This person was an asshole therefore they mm-hmm. get what's coming to them
0: So um, will that happen here Let's find But they're both kind of assholes
2: Yeah you can Yeah
0: And I feel bad because I don't want this person to be constantly uh, like oh. annoyingly groped by their
2: well, I think in her, her mind, she's like, I want to break up with you, but he won't let her. Which, I mean, that's the idea, right? Like, he's like, no, I want to still be with you, and she's like, no, I just want this to end. But now I can't because we're going on a Disney vacation together.
0: Oh, I mean, this is assuming the this is assuming our narrator is
1: is female. Could be a.
2: Oh uh, well, I mean. It does. Doesn't it show that she she's female?
1: I don't yeah. know. I can't remember. I'm um, pretty sure she gets a name. She gets yeah, I, re- I remember reading this as female. For, but now I'm just gonna be like, is it a dude? Because I'll enjoy this one.
2: <laughs> 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 if it's a dude, then it totally. It's like, ooh, Sage. Just well,
0: like I, I know. I, I know. I said <laughs> this to Alan already, but Sage never changed. <laughs> I love you just the way you are.
1: Thank you. <laughs> As for Joshi trash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, um, there,
0: there,
3: there are definitely ways to appeal to the judges on this show.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if if so obvious if, bias
0: if, is obvious.
2: If you have two gay men in uh in a story, I assure you, when
0: Sade's inevitable challenge comes up, everyone's gonna just gonna send you Fujoshi trash. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs>
2: I am so down for this. Actually, can I oh, all? I'm like,
1: but okay. Now I'm gonna wanna like pitch the like a, a contest theme that is gonna very difficult to be like, okay, two men doesn't work. How do I make this gay for Sade?
2: Oh my god! Can I please be a judge for this? I really want. To, Hell yeah! Yes, I want to read the Shijoshi trash. I want to see how people make <laughs> like two add in two gay men two, and somehow
0: have a horror theme. To yes,
2: I, I. But like, it again. If say does something that's like, oh, it can never be Shijoshi trash. I want to see someone say, "Hold my beer." <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, we, we 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 gotta press on. We gotta press okay. on, gang. Okay. It's your turn. Where oh, are we? No, it's, it's Alan. I think it's... it's uh, oh, no, it is my turn, isn't it? Yeah, it's you. Wait on you, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, there aren't as many people here as I thought there would be. I guess this thing never really was all that popular. We take two seats in the back row, near the exit. The only others in here are a few clusters of kids and parents toward the front. Children gawk at the set pieces all around. They scream and giggle and point at all the alien architecture. It looks pretty cool, I must admit. Do do kids do that? I, usually I'm not... But I don't know if they did that at Stitch's Great Escape. Like, ooh, uh, look at that thing, it's a thing.
1: Well they did have the the giant like uh, those red like arm cannons I like not arm cannons, oh, but those yeah. red cannons that oh, would yeah. like move around.
2: There is stuff I always
1: thought those were cool. Yeah, hmm. there is
2: stuff that is actually from the movie and they might gawk at that sort of thing, like, Oh mm-hmm. yeah, that was from the movie, you know. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. Teleportation
1: in thirty seconds. Lower the scanners quickly.
3: The shoulder pieces lower over our heads and in-character warnings are issued about the mechanisms. Now the ride begins in earnest. It's hot in here and I'm sweating. I wonder if the AC is broken. Probably it is, and they decided not to fix it since the ride's getting scrapped soon.
0: I like that this is in, uh, for- I like that this is in, um, Present. present tense.
2: And they actually do keep in present tense throughout.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen any fumbles. Um, Eric has his hoodie bundled in his lap. He's sweating, too. He reaches his arm across the seat and grasps my hand. Momentarily, it seems like a sweet gesture. I give a half-hearted squeeze before he pulls my hand over under the hoodie. His pants are unzipped, and he has a hard on. I give him an icy glare, warning him. He just smiles and moves my hand into his crotch.
2: Yeah. The, t- the teleportation pod in the center of the theater opens up and blue light filters into the seats. It shines off of the faces of the few spectators who are here as though their faces are glazed.
0: Like a donut.
2: Like a donut. Yeah, I'm like. In, like I, a dunes. That is actually kind of a good. I like that word. I want too. a donut now. It's getting very hot in here, so take off all your clothes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. God damn it. That was good. Okay.
2: Probably from the lighting and all the running equipment. Teleportation
1: in 10,
3: 9, 8. Against all my best judgment. I've now grasped him and I start pumping up and down as discreetly as I can.
0: Yes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, audio, audio of me that will now be on the internet.
2: <laughs> can, we, can we have like music that's like, like. There's no.
0: nothing remotely romantic about this scene. I can't do it. Future David can't do it. <laughs> I, um.
3: Can you just imagine. <laughs> getting a hand job while having to look at
0: Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> look, I'm sure there's some people out there who use Stitch as a uh, as a, a totem. Oh my god! Everyone's got
1: their touchstone. You know, the best place. This is the worst. Family
0: oh, oh,
3: means. <laughs> oh, family means. Oh, I'm never getting a boner ever
0: again. <laughs> <laughs> Shit!
1: You know where he should have done this is on Splash Mountain because they have the two cedars over there in yes. Florida. Oh, Yeah, that's that's if you want to get a hand job. Mm-hmm. And it's <laughs> you- How
0: do you do, mighty pleasant <laughs> greeting?
1: <laughs> well, and it's
2: constantly moving, so no one's like if, if if there is cameras, it's like if you're just hanging out, I'm just like mm-hmm.
0: best Disney rides for hand jobs.
2: Actually, there uh, <laughs> someone. <laughs> I do. Okay. Fun fact, people. Welcome to Kayla's. I, you know, I. I, I knew house, you were going
0: to do this because you have that experience. No, not a handjob experience, but you know.
2: So, well. At Disney and, Park. Now,
3: and, and now we're learning about Kayla.
2: Well, so, by working at Walt Disney World, I do know someone, and I will not name him for the sake of this, who did have sex on the monorail. Like, full on girl on top of him, riding him. On the monorail,
0: was there no one else in the monorail no, no. cab?
2: Yeah, there was no one else. This was like in the like, it was still running late at night, sort of thing, but they got away with it.
0: Holy crap! No
2: one stopped them. No one,
0: the monorail it. does travel pretty long distances there, too. So you have enough time to probably like get a quickie in.
2: Yeah, I think, um, I was told by a cast member, and I think they're lying, I don't think this is true. They said, You know, I would love to have sex on Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm like, why? I don't see that being a good. Re- and they said, because there's no cameras on the Pirate Security And I'm like, bullshit. There is
0: now in Florida. They have this colon crossbones that takes your picture.
2: Yeah. They, there is a. Mm. I, I was told, but this was in 2010, just like Oh, video. okay. So maybe there wasn't cameras in 2010. I don't
1: believe that.
0: I, I, <clears throat> I like how we interrupt this paragraph to talk about best places to do hand jobs,
1: Do <laughs> <laughs> do hand jobs and have sex at Disney World. Yeah. In the park. <laughs> I, I'm trying uh, I honestly
2: for me the best ride to honestly make out and well didn't didn't having people had sex on like Pirates not Pirates on uh, Haunted Mansion
0: the ride that my mom said that people often tried to have sex on was Adventures Through Inner Space <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah, because apparently there was and, actually... But a- there
0: are cameras on that ride, so the cast members would do a thing where if they saw people going at it and they'd try to leave all the screen at the end of the ride, they'd come out the other end and all the cast members would standing there applauding.
2: <laughs> oh. That's- Woo! Oh, yes. Okay, sorry. I, yes, go ahead. I hate,
3: that this is ha- I hate that this is happening, but I know that if I don't do something, he's going to keep being horny and sad the rest of the day. <laughs> I love that one. I can... I can deal with his moping around as long as he isn't molesting me all day. Jesus.
2: This is sad. What a sad relationship.
0: This is legit sad. Uh, The glass in the teleportation pod comes down after some more dialogue that would probably be funny if I was in a better mood. And the alien known as Stitch, or Experiment 626, has finally arrived. There are a few half-hearted gasps and screams as he spits onto the audience. I'm glad we're in the back. I don't think I could handle getting squirted in the face with water right now. Though, if it were cold water, that might be nice.
2: The Stitch animatronic looks really good. It actually wasn't really good on animatronic. And I'm surprised that more people aren't reacting to it. The whole theater looks great, but the children and adults sitting here just seem listless. Something about the heat and the way it feels is sapping the excitement out of everyone, myself included.
1: <laughs> Eric says, I feel so good. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: Shut up, I'm thinking to myself. Shut up. Shut up and just finish already.
1: <laughs> That's you. I think I think Alan should read this next line. Cause it's Yes. Yeah, go ahead, Alan. <laughs> ha.
0: <laughs> ha ha. ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> what a great paragraph. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, stitch laughs as the lights come out and i can't help but feel personally mocked i'm expecting screams from the children in the darkness squeals or laughter or something but there's barely a murmur with the lights off i feel safer about what i'm doing i hope there aren't night vision cameras or something in there to keep people from misbehaving judging by the state of the ride i can't imagine there's anyone watching them if they do if they do exist
2: Sound starts coming through speakers in the headrests. My speakers are crackly and they keep cutting out. Apparently Stitch is supposed to be loose and jumping around the theater. I feel the bars of Eric's seat rumble and lower as though Stitch has jumped onto his shoulder. Mine make a tiny grinding sound, but don't move. I seem to have a defective seat.
1: This This all goes on for a while. It's probably exciting if there are lots of people in the room and they're all yelling and whooping and laughing. But I can't help just wanting the ride to be over. The Stitch Puppet looked cool, but other than that, I'm over this. It feels like Eric's getting close when something happens, something that I heard about this ride but forgotten.
3: A loud burp plays in everyone's headrest speakers, except mine. I get something distorted and half-cutting out. There's a weak puff of air on the back of my neck and a faint smell of... something. The other members of the audience groan quietly, and I gather that some kind of burp smell has blasted them. I guess the burp function of my seat is also broken. I can't I can't say I'm unhappy about this. Eric makes a disgusted sound and I feel him start to get softer in my hand.
0: Well, I don't care who you are, I think having a chili dog burp in your face while you're getting a hand job is gonna kill the mood anyway.
2: Yep.
0: David, read it.
2: Yes, this
0: is... David, read <laughs> it. Yes, <this> is... <laughs> I'm building I'm building up. Hang on. <clears throat> you like that? Are you gonna come for me? I say, trying and failing to muster some kind of enthusiasm. And this is the exact cadence he says to me every time we have sex. <laughs> uh, but, usually, but usually when we have sex, I say, oh, you'll like that? Oh, God, no! <laughs> Are you going to come for me? <laughs> <laughs> Here comes the flop <laughs> uh, I hate you!
2: <laughs> So much. <laughs> Fuck.
0: I had to. I had to. I had to. Oh god. You can grant me that much. Okay. Oh, god, no. damn uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> god damn it. If he doesn't. These are the things that upset me.
3: My secret to uh, my secret to good dirty talk is to always incorporate the phrase uh, the bee's knees. <laughs> 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 wow! This is just, this is just fantastic. This is the bee's knees right now. Let me tell you. Ah,
0: <laughs> okay, go, 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 uh, you 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 turned red for a second there. <laughs> Uh, This is
2: what happens. I I
0: promised Kayla that I would never just pull the Edwin voice out of nowhere (laughs)
2: because it
0: freaks her out really bad. (laughs) You can
2: go fuck yourself right now. I'll just keep going. I'm
0: I'm, going to have to now because there's no way. (laughs) Anyway, if if he doesn't finish soon, there's no telling how long I'll have to put up with this. He might want to go back to the hotel, which would really drag this day down even more. I pump away. My palms feeling slick with sweat. Knees weak. Arms are heavy. Pumping (laughs) on (laughs) the (laughs) sweat. But he just keeps getting softer and softer.
2: Something's wrong. Oh, sorry. Something's dot, dot, dot. Wrong, he says. Nothing's wrong,
1: I say. Let's just finish up, okay?
3: You shouldn't... You shouldn't... He trails off. His voice sounds gurgly or watery or something. It's like he might have a lump in his throat. And I wonder if he's starting to cry. I'm getting
0: sick of him. (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't what? I snap. I shouldn't fuck other guys? Are we going to do this again right now? The robotic light cannons above the stage are flashing wildly, and loud laser sounds are playing. Everything about this is annoying me. It suddenly gets quiet, and I don't care who hears me. Everyone in here has been pathetically comatose. uh, (laughs) Practically comatose.
2: Pathetically comatose.
0: They're pathetic. (laughs) Like, guys, enjoy the ride more. This is like the last ride. Everyone in here has been practically comatose since the ride started, and after the burp, they haven't made a sound.
2: Get... Get
1: out of here. That was good. Thank you. Oh, trust me, I can't wait to get out. I want to get out of this dead relationship, I want to get out of your miserable life, and I want to get out of this stupid, broken-down ride. Not impossible. For a stitch!
3: (laughs) Interrupts the animatronic alien
0: when the lights comes up. For some reason, I say, Why are they... Why are they calling him Stitch anyway? He didn't get that name until he came to Earth, and this is supposed to be before <laughs> the- <laughs> And I like the narrator. I shut up hearing how stupid I sound and getting annoyed. Imagine, imagine saying that while
3: jerking off a limp cock.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know why this reminds me, but when when Kayla and I last year were doing some of our favorite like things from Disney, one of the funniest lines. What was the, the lines that always we find? It cool. was a, like quotable as, as funny lines. And for me, it's when when um, Lila says to uh, to David um, in the movie, "I read her diary. She likes your butt and her and your messy hair." Yeah, and he goes, she... "She likes my hair."
2: Oh, comedy! Like our favorite comedy bit. <laughs> it's a
0: favorite comedy bit. That one that one cracks me up.
2: Because my favorite is uh, from. Uh, who Framed Roger Abbott, where he's looking th- through, like, the people, and his eyes just pop out, and, like, th- the beer bottle just... R- they knock the beer
0: bottle out. over? Yeah, it's just,
2: it's just a slight moment, and it's so great. Anyway, sorry. Whoop. Anyway. Whoop. He makes that noise. Uh, is this me?
0: Um, yeah. Uh, after a moment. Uh,
2: after a moment, something plays on the TV screen in the theater, but I'm not paying attention to it. As soon as the shoulder bars race, I am up and walking to the exit. I just want to get out of this stupid ride and back onto the street. Maybe be alone for a while.
1: I walk out of the exit hall back to the Florida sun. Back, back into the Florida sun. Which feels cooler than the inside of the theater. The, 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 I'm sorry. I'm still wiping the tears from all the laughing <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> After stomping across the sidewalk, I stand by a garbage can for a minute. I feel like I ought to wait for Eric. He's still holding my money and my hotel key, and I want it back. But he hasn't come out of the ride yet. In fact, none of the other audience members have. Briefly, I wonder if it somehow got, if I somehow got out before I was supposed to, and the ride is still going. But the lights came up, and the exit door opened.
3: After waiting another minute or two, I walk back into the still-open exit doors of Stitch's Greatest Escape, Great Escape. I can see that the house lights are up in the theater, but it's still very dim especially after being in the bright sunlight outside. Through my sun-bleached vision, I can tell that there are still people sitting in their seats. It looks like no one has even stood up after the end of the ride. The heat in here is stifling, and the fading scent of the chili dog burp is mingling with another smell. The air in here reeks like strong body odor and old fryer oil. Ew.
1: That's good. I've worked with fryers, like, fucking, like just fryer oil that's been going all day. It's disgusting. Ugh. Yeah.
0: Working the fryer, I was never a crier. Um, looking down to where I had been sitting, I see Eric. My vision is still clearing, and I can tell it's him. But there's something off. It seems like he's fallen asleep. He's all slouched down in his seat, and it looks like he's coated in sweat.
2: Eric, I say. Eric, are you okay? There's no resp- response. Come on, I need my money and my key. Please wake up. Eric? He won't answer me. No one else in the theater is making any sound. I reach down and nudge Eric's shoulder. It feels like touching a bag of mashed potatoes. Ew!
0: <laughs> his <laughs> a he- killer bag of potatoes.
2: <laughs> Goddamn. His head slumps forward, e- slumps forward even further than it was before. It slumps further than it possibly could.
1: From the base of the neck, where the seat blasted scented air, his skin looks wet and oily. His head oozes slowly down his chest like a drip of wax down a candle. The skin connecting the head and neck pulls apart like melted cheese. His head rests in his own lap and starts to settle. The eyes are blank and pale as they ease back into their sockets. There's a loud plop sound and I feel something hitting my ankles, Eric's arm melted off. And it slaps the floor hard, splattering my legs with something hot and greasy.
2: This is actually the story, the part where I'm like, oh, this is good. Yeah. That's really yeah. good, like, imagery there. Like, oh.
0: Just the, 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 that's so good.
3: Yep. Um. From around the theater, I start hearing more wet slaps and plopping noises. And other poems by Maya Angelou Um, (laughs) Eric. (laughs) Eric I say dumbly what's happening what happened there is of course no reply the hot air is choking me the smell in here like chili powder stale grease and copper is becoming unbearable before I run back out into the sunlight I look around at the smattering of greasy lumps that used to be tourists I try to find any clue indicating that this isn't actually happening but the clearer my vision gets, the more real this all becomes.
0: Back outside, I can breathe again. I run back to the garbage can where I waited a few minutes ago. Leaning over to catch my breath, I see something on the ground. My eyes focus in on a discarded, half-eaten dessert. It's a blue-eyed sugar-dyed sugar cone topped with blue soft-serve ice cream. There's a decorative, there's, there are decorative stitch ears sticking out of the soft-serve. I watch as the stitch-themed ice cream melts in the sun and oozes onto the hot pavement. The end. Um, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. complete non sequitur, broken ride causes people to melt, and there's no explanation. And I, I kind of dig that. I because I, like, I think this, I think the setup for everything was very good for this kind of body horror, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that imagery of like the head falling into the lap is really good. <laughs> and I like the fact that her reaction is just sort of shock. Like, she's not sure how to react. I, I,
0: she's completely dumbfounded. It,
2: and that's mm-hmm. a good reaction. Yeah. Because it's too often, rather than not, it's like, either, oh, this happened, and there's just nothing, or there's, uh, I threw up. Like, she went to the trash can, but it doesn't say she threw up, which, I, it- which I appreciate. I-, I i'm kind of tired i get why like during horrifying moments you would vomit but at the same time i'm kind of sick of like and then i vomited
0: well it's interesting how this is kind of tied in with this whole thing about just being generally like the the whole thing is sticky and gross this story yeah. it really is a sh- it lives up to its name a shitty vacation and i think that's i think the banal title works for the story like this is this is cool
2: what did you think alan
3: uh yeah no this was this was good it uh um, yeah, it very is kind of the, it does feel very much in the spirit of those old ho- kind of horror comics
1: mm-hmm.
3: I was talking about mm-hmm. earlier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: It's very, it's very much serendipity that like, when you think about it in the story context is um very much serendipity that that our protagonist sat in a seat that didn't malfunction or else um they would have melted too, probably.
2: By the way, there was never a name that was said.
0: That's true. So that's why I, I just reverted to they because we don't know.
1: So it could be male. Woo! i Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I. I really enjoyed this just because I think they they had a good handle of like the what the ride was. They obviously sat in it. Even like the stitch themed tree. Like I've I've eaten a stitch cupcake that it sounds exactly like the taste or the thing they described at the end. Mm-hmm. I also am very grateful that this they knew to stop it here. And not, like, go on and be like, oh, and then Disney covered it up, you know? Yeah,
0: I like that it just, this is where the story ends.
3: Yeah. They didn't didn't try and do, like, a cover-up thing. They didn't try to offer any kind of, like,
0: explanation. explanation.
1: Yeah, we didn't need it. It, Very good.
0: So, yeah, this is our third place winner. Thank Uh, you, Urquabot666. Thank you. We will be, uh, like, again, uh, we will be sending you something once you send us something.
2: You send us again PayPal, Venmo.
0: Send us a chili dog yes. and a bag of potatoes.
2: <laughs> um, so our second place winner. Uh, shall you add in? The- right,
0: yeah, we'll move on to our second place story. So this one is. Uh, this one is uh, called. He has the whole world in his hands, and it's by Schultz.
2: I like the fact these are people we do not know. I mean, I don't know who Schultz is.
0: Oh I no, mean, we we know people. We I know mean, people, but these mind. are a lot of you know. But it's not, sort of the usual suspect. Yeah, in a lot of ways, you know. Yeah.
1: I mean, I recognize these names. Submitting. Few- hmm. We had some new people submitting. Yeah, yeah,
0: definitely. Is what you mean? Yeah. And by the way, I want to say we had 20 entries to this contest. 20, and um, all of them had all of them as as usual. You like, you guys kill it every time we do this. Like, it's this was so hard. That's why we also have our judges' picks too. For we had to, we each got to pick sort of one that we want to talk about. Um, and I think, I think I'm think i digging the idea that we have someone in here blind who's not a judge just to get that eval as well I, so. think, I
2: think that's a good idea so Alan
0: actually at the end of this I want to get your opinion which which story you personally like the best of these three okay alright so uh this is he has the whole world damn in his hands. hands god damn it yeah um, but we
2: both grew up uh, with a Christian
0: since rap. I read the last paragraph of the last story do you want to start this one Kayla
2: yeah I could do that okay okay The thirst, the thirst. I mean, the (laughs) thirst is real, let's be honest here. Yeah. The first thing you must understand is that I'm not a monster. You sure about that? What's
0: that coming over the hill? Is it a monster?
2: I have done monstrous things, but I had only the best of intentions. How very um, telltale hard of you. (laughs) The weight of my misdeeds is matched only by the regret of my actions. Perhaps in another lifetime, my plan would have worked. But the weakness of mankind that necessitated my creation was also the cause of its downfall.
0: Okay, thank you, Andrew Ryan.
1: (laughs) It is only now, in my frail age, that I dare commit my actions to paper. My past weighs heavy on my soul, but perhaps this confession will offer some small recompense. I can only pray that someone will be able to undo undo all that I have done. A little
0: heavy to start with. It but is. A little...
2: Yeah. But... It is it is fitting for the story, at
0: least. Yeah. No, the, the like, the voice is established, but, like, you know, at first, when I first started reading this before we even did the, we started the Disney, I was, like, a little bit like, mm, I'm on board because I'm reading them all, but I, I, I need to see where this goes to see if it'll... Because, again, we're talking about Disney Pasta, and this is a very different kind of story than the last oh, one. Oh, yeah.
2: It's really different.
0: So...
3: It was chaos. The USA <laughs> and the USSR were vying for control of the world.
2: <laughs> Chip Taylor is on the story. He's got the scoop.
3: 1940s Chip Taylor. Each of them loudly claiming that their system was the one and only true path forward, while accusing the other of being backwards warmongers with their finger on the button to nuclear Armageddon. It was a frightening time to be alive. To never know if today was the day that someone somewhere would tow the line a little too close and cause World War III. It was an irrational world made by irrational people, and I saw it as my duty, my obligation to save it before there was nothing left to be saved.
0: Random newsie, gonna save the world. <laughs> Newsman. At the time, I was a professor teaching neuroscience at Harvard Medical School, and expressed my concerns on the state of the world to my fellow faculty member and, members, and while most were in agreement that something needed to be done, none of them seemed particularly interested in personally doing anything about it. And so I began my futile quest to try and avoid worldwide thermonuclear exchange by, by my myself. My myself will solve this problem.
2: Okay, that was a typo, but...
0: I wrote to congressmen, senators, anyone I thought might be able to use even a small <laughs> amount of political leverage to push for peace. I urged my students to do the same, to reach out to anyone they knew to try to de-escalate the conflict. You happen to know anyone in Russia, students? Can you tell them to, like, chill the fuck out? Can you also tell people here to chill the fuck out? Like, guys, it's Um, all good.
2: Logically, I knew it was a waste of my time and energy. At best, my letters would be skimmed by some dead-eyed intern before being given a boilerplate response. At worst, they would go straight into a shredder, and what ha- student has ever truly taken the personal ramblings of their professors to heart? Good point. <laughs> my actions were unlikely to accomplish anything, and I would be better off prepping coursework, continuing my research, own research projects, and seeing to the needs of my students. It was not rational for me to devote so much time to a pointless struggle. Okay, one of the things I do gotta give props for, because most of the time when a writer says, I'm a... I I am a doctor or I'm a neuroscience professor. I'm like, bullshit, you are. This does sound like an actual professor. As someone who Mm -hmm. works with... Especially
0: a professor who would have been teaching in the the 50s.
2: Oh, yeah. As someone who works with professors, yeah. The the voice And the voice is consistent throughout this.
0: Yeah, there is that. That's -hmm. a a strong suit about this one. Um, Can I just say, the ramblings of a professor reminded me of the fact that when I was in college, I had a professor who uh, was very passionate about sumo wrestling. And he would often go on tangents about how much what? he enjoyed sumo wrestling. Just, hmm. just a weird thing.
2: Are they related to Alan?
0: <laughs> uh, I don't give a shit about sumo
2: wrestling. <laughs> he gives
0: of, he, Alan gives a shit about professional wrestling. I only bring it up because it's sumo wrestling seems like such a niche thing to be really into.
2: Yeah. But I mean, I can see Alan as a professor rambling about professional wrestling to his students.
0: I mean, I would. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You, you, I I can, I am, I'm waiting for that lecture that you give where you talk about how, um, in 1998, mankind, what was it? No, fuck. I've already lost it.
3: Uh, my senior paper was comparing professional wrestling to Commedia dell'arte, so.
2: Holy shit, that sounds awesome.
0: Do you still have this somewhere? Um, maybe, I'd have to look. (laughs) That's awesome, though.
1: Guys, okay, let me read. I have this huge-ass paragraph. Yeah, but I did not live in a rational world.
2: So long.
3: <laughs> Two months after I began sending letters, I was contacted by a representative of the newly created Advanced Research Projects Agency. Someone somewhere had apparently deemed to notice my personal crusade against doomsday. They liked what they saw, and I offered an opportunity to put my credentials to use as part of a multidisciplinary think tank tasked with ending the Cold War. I accepted. My colleagues and I explored many dark avenues in the name of salvation each of us so zealous so sure that no price was too steep to pay in the face of total annihilation my greatest contribution was my my greatest contribution my greatest sin was in the conception and refinement of what would become to be known as project delta 134
0: <clears throat> while the execution of the project was a monumental task requiring the brightest minds of a generation the concept behind it was simple humans are irrational Sometimes they will hold illogical beliefs and even act against their own self interest based on nothing more than a gut feeling. If humanity was to be saved from itself, it would need to be remade. More rational, more em- empathic. Empathetic. M- l- more empathetic.
1: Empathic.
0: Yes, more t- empathic.
1: Woo. That's how I would have read it. <laughs> you
0: know, more empathetic, less prone to violence.
2: As expected, rewriting a person was a difficult process. <laughs> yeah. After more than a few false starts, we found a promising process that involved drugging a subject with a mix of chemicals that made them more open to suggestion, and then exposing them to subliminal sights and sounds that promoted our goals. Before long, we were ready to for large-scale testing. The Manhattan Project had Alamo, Gordo, New Mexico. We had Disneyland, California.
0: <laughs> and there it is. There's the clincher.
1: Mm. I mean, if you want to rewrite someone, just go off of what some of the most successful cults have done.
0: Oh! I mean... Yes. I mean, I wasn't, I'm was. i not surprised we have an entry that kind of looks at the idea of Disney as a cult, and it's brainwashing you. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I read them, like, that's where this is going. And mm-hmm. I was prepared kind of for the worst, but the writing had already been pretty
1: solid, so, again...
2: The writing is actually really solid. I yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I think we've only had that one little typo so far. Yeah, that's not, not an good. issue. Years earlier, Walter Elias Disney traveled to Washington, D.C. to testify before the House Un American Activities Committee on the threat of communist spies undermining the Hollywood film industry. Oh, His vote.
2: Sorry, I, I know about this story way too well. Like um, the whole that whole time period when they're like, you're blacklisted and you're blacklisted mm. and
0: you're- You get a blacklist and you get a blacklist.
2: <laughs> it's amazing how many famous actors that we know were blacklisted. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of weird.
0: Are you even remo- remotely sympathetic to the idea of socialism? Boom. Do you have friends who like the idea of socialism? Boom. His vocal
1: and open denouncement of several supposed communists under his employ had made him a shining star in certain political backrooms. Secretly, he was offered a partnership with the federal government. He would provide a cover for a task force dedicated to rooting out and disposing of any communist activity before it could become a threat to the American way of life. In return, he would receive financial and political support for the construction of his planned amusement park. He agreed... (laughs) And he agreed. And in the coming years, Disney and the government would form a strong symbiotic relationship, culminating with the first public test of My Project.
0: Uh-huh.
3: The operation commenced in December of 1957. The park was built with a
0: series of Smellitzers. S- Smellitzers. <laughs> there we go.
2: Smellitzers.
0: Smellitzers. Oh smelitzers. man! As soon as I read them, like, oh, okay, this person <laughs> did their did their homework.
3: Conveniently placed vents that would release aromas of vanilla, fresh cookies, or anything else to the eager guests. The chemical cocktail of Project Delta 134 was tied into this system. and existing theme park signage and decoration was modified with subliminal commands. Our initial commands were centered around strengthening pro-capitalist thought and weakening weakening pro-communist sympathies, and much of our time was spent troubleshooting issues that arose from having so many subjects in such a relatively uncontrolled testing environment.
0: (laughs) Oh my god, this is They Live. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. By uh, by 19...
1: 19- so, like, what would... Oh, man. If I can just throw out useless Disney trivia... Of course. I believe, and I could be wrong, but I believe the patent for the, the system that they use for the Smellitzers or whatever wasn't filed till 1984. So the oh. park might not have opened with these in there. That's a minor gripe. I, Although if it's a secret yeah, it's government project... Minor. Yeah, it might not have, like... You could say like, oh, well, they didn't intentionally file that patent until years later. But yeah, it's yeah. just me just being dumb. And I could also be wrong.
0: They had to keep it under wraps. <laughs> I mean, the fictional reality of this universe, the, the Smellitzers came. But I mean, like, yeah, that's that's a detail. But I mean, I wonder if is, does that get addressed later that they don't know about mm-hmm. that until later? But
1: I don't think so. No. Don't, it's not addressed. That's just me throwing in stuff. No, it's it, good.
0: <laughs> I'm actually glad you did your homework. Uh, by because I was actually thinking the same thing like when did they actually get the smell asserts set up mm-hmm.
1: oh. but I, I mean I, I did try and look up when if the park opened with those or when they installed those and I couldn't find that all I could oh. find was a, a patent and when it was filed so okay hmm. um, by
0: 1960 we had drastically improved our current method of indoctrination oh god and, was, and we're exploring ways to make the process entirely chemical without the need for additional subliminal commands With the advent of the Cuban Missile Crisis in 1962, I pushed hard for adding additional pro-pacifism subliminals to our current system, and was able to convince our project director to agree to my request. It was something, but still not nearly enough.
2: Our work continued. Years passed, and while a purely chemical solution still eluded our grasp, we we had all but perfected our original methods of control. In 1964, the Vietnam War began in earnest. I pushed hard for doubling down on our pacifism protocols, but Disney and the project director agreed the emphasis should instead be given to suppressing anti-American thought. Results were very promising and plans were made to open a second testing site in Florida. Um, As an English person, there are like I can see a couple of like grammatical errors.
0: Oh, you mean like the? Um, yeah, there should
2: be a comma after nineteen sixty four Vietnam War. The war W should be capitalized. There's like I, I like a, there's places where I think there should be commas. There should be commas uh, that there Oxford aren't. commas. Yeah, it's but it's the Oxford comma. I I am a huge proponent of the Oxford comma, mm-hmm. but it's not necessary. So it like they're very small. This is very small details. It's just my English brain.
0: That's fair. I mean, honestly, um, there—it's like it's definitely the the whole like pro capitalist thing is, is is the creepy part of this story, the story—the subliminal pro capitalist, pro America stuff.
2: I kind of wish we had um,
1: Ophelia. Yeah,
0: yeah. Ophelia would have a feel day with this. I was thinking about that
1: too. Whew.
0: Show them this episode <laughs> when it launches.
1: Oh, Show okay. them the story if you like. <laughs> yeah, I can link them to the story and get their commentary. All right. Walter Disney's sudden death in 1966 caused only a minor minor disruption, as his brother Roy was already aware of the project and quickly assumed his late brother's responsibilities. The following year, we had our first breakthrough in the form of a mostly stable compound that could reshape neural activity without the need of subliminals, mostly stable in that it quickly broke down when exposed to heat and light. And required an extremely complex bath of catalyst blocking chemicals to maintain viability even in a cool, damp space. This was a stumbling block. As while the compound itself was sorry, I need to guide myself was inoffensive to human senses, the, stabiliz- the stabilizing bath was most assuredly not. While non-toxic, no theme park attendee would ever willingly eat or drink anything tainted by such an odorous mixture.
3: Eventually, a solution was found in the idea of making a park ride itself a method of delivery for the compound. A dark, cool, enclosed water ride where the compound and its stabilizers could be clandestinely added to the water without visitors becoming concerned. They would notice the smell, but there was nothing there was nothing we could do about that but it could easily be explained away as a pr- proprietary bromine mixture to keep the water clean for park guests. <laughs> In 1967, the Pirates of the Caribbean became our first testing attraction.
0: Which
2: makes <laughs> like that. I, I we be- all remember
0: that pirate smell.
2: It's funny because yeah. um, I, I forget how defined the Disney theme parks are by their smells. like and this Mm-hmm. Kind of- brought this up like oh yeah Pirates of the caribbean has a distinctive smell that whenever you enter in
1: um, pirate water smell gotta love it Mm -hmm. you can even buy a candle some there's like uh someone who sells pirate water candle smells.
0: you can buy it you could buy a candle that when you smell it makes you want to go out and buy a bunch of shit and uh say fuck the commies (laughs) 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 um it was around this time that i started to become disillusioned with my work our results were impressive but not lasting Once guests left the park, they reverted to baseline mental patterns over the course of a few days. The war in Vietnam continued to escalate, and and the best I could do was make a foreigner on vacation like capitalism long enough to buy a few overpriced Mickey Mouse souvenirs. In the end, I decided to redouble my efforts and sequestered myself in the research and development labs.
2: Through the haze of my work, I was vaguely aware of Roy wanting to retire, but there was some trouble sourcing an appropriate replacement. Walt's nephew, also named Rory, seemed a promising candidate, but didn't share the appropriate worldview. It was difficult finding someone capable of understanding and accepting top-secret testing, while also being capable enough to actually run the legitimate side of the Disney industry. The project's funding dwindled, along with its staff. The project director left for more promising projects, and I was promoted to his position, though I was more concerned with my lab work than management." Before long, I was left with little more than a skeleton crew and a revolving door of Disney CEOs. Then came Michael Eisner.
0: Oh shit! There it is. Uh, shit! Hello, I'm Michael Eisner.
2: I, I like this person. Clearly, did their homework and did it yeah. well.
0: Do a lot of coke and vote for Ronald Reagan. Except that, though wait, he would have That's been the, CEO. That is
3: that is the second MST3K reference you've dropped tonight. Um,
0: because I'm I'm on a... Kayla and I were at a grocery store today and someone noticed I was wearing a MST3K shirt and immediately asked me what my favorite episodes were and he clearly knew his shit. He was just one of the guys working at the store. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. And- so I've been thinking about that today. Kayla and I were, were debating going and watching Soul Taker again. Soup, soup Taper? <laughs> yeah. Soup Taker, yeah. Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. <laughs>
1: A wealthy Uh, elite, Eisner's father was also a high-ranking member of the United States Department of Housing and Urban Development. From his position, he coordinated with several other federal branches in top-secret projects. His son, Michael, was being groomed to direct clandestine operations within the film industry, but he was quickly pushed into the role of Disney's CEO and my counterpart. Though officially I was his superior, I was more than happy to allow him to control all the other all the more mundane aspects of the project. Age was slowing me down, and the more responsibilities I handed off to him, the more time I could spend in my in the labs.
3: I was a tired old man, nearing my 80th birthday when I cracked the final puzzle. I had finally perfected a stable compound that was capable of rewiring the brain. No subliminals, no stabilizers, no fall-off in potency. My life's work was finally realized, but only in my celebration did I realize I had no one to share in my joy. My former colleagues had all either transferred, retired, or died from old age. I had never married, never settled down, and had a family. My life was my work. All I had was a handful of lab technicians I barely spoke to and a mass of Eisner hires that I had never formally met.
0: That's sad. Well, you know, it's what you do when you dedicate yourself so entirely to capitalism (laughs) it's quite sobering it's quite a sobering realization to recognize that you're nearing the end of your life without ever having lived and so in a panic fueled by desperation i abandoned my crowning achievement and tendered my resignation eager to experience the world that i spent so long trying to save
2: i will never truly understand or i will truly wow
0: damn you got this
2: i will you got it I will never truly know what happened. I imagine that Eisner was corrupted by the power, the allure of absolute control. Damn. Perhaps he was matched with a project director that did not share my noble intentions. Perhaps he simply used the compound on them as well.
1: Oh my God. This Yeah, this person knows their shit. mm Mm-hmm. <laughs> All I know is that I saw Disney teeter on the edge of bankrupts- bankruptcy, to be becoming a beloved household brand. Tourists become reverent worshippers at the shine at the sh- at the shining of Mickey. <laughs> the shining <laughs> at the shrine of Mickey. Drones with no desire other than to consume. They love the merchandise, the films, the rides. Simply walking around the park is a joy. But more than that, there's still some original programming left over. Do you not see it spreading? You love Disney, and you know America is the greatest country on Earth. You love Disney, and you understand that communism is a tool of the devil. You love Disney, and you know that immigrants are undermining our way of life. But above Fuck. all, <laughs> but above all, you love Disney. You love learning about Disney, bringing Disney into your house, Disney decor, more Disney merchandise to decorate your walls, you want Disney to be in every aspect of your life. Disney cups and clothing, Disney decals on your car. You want your company to work with Disney, to be bought by Disney. You want to make a contest about Disney.
0: <laughs> that was the point there I clinched me. I'm like, oh you son of a bitch.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling attacked right now. How dare you?
0: <laughs> but it's 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 effective. Yeah, I know. Right. Last two paragraphs. These are these are monsters. You love Disney and you don't have a choice ah, I'm gonna, I, need to go, I need to go cleanse myself and burn all the Disney things in my place excuse me I'll be right back
1: I actually don't have that much Disney in my room for how obsessed I am with it I mean I got a couple Star Wars things but...
0: um, I mean we have a haunted
2: mansion room but I don't oh, know yeah. what that says about us um like it's a Disney product, but it's kind of its own unique thing too so I we're but ho- it's
0: it's still Disney
2: we still have a Disney podcast it's we like, have a
0: Disney film podcast we have a we're doing this contest yeah it's there's that's that's the horror right there the brainwashing thing and I, I think it's actually handled pretty effectively in this story
2: at least for the most part like David and I both recognize especially after. <clears throat> Doing the Animusings podcast, uh, which, uh, there's a plug right there. Uh, we review.
0: <laughs> Go consume more Disney. Hear us talk <laughs> about Disney on Animusings because you love Disney. You love it.
2: After this, we're going to talk about Don Bluth.
0: But then somehow we're going to end up, but then we're going to be like, mm, maybe we should do Pixar instead. Nope.
2: <laughs> nope. No, nope. But, uh, there, there is a lot of flaws with Disney. There, there was a certain method. Actually, one of the funniest things that we learned is that uh, the uh, the same guy who did um, uh, reanimated the t- the movie uh, is it reanimated? Reanimator? No, reanimator. Thank you. The nineteen eighties one also wrote um, "Honey, I Shrunk the Kids," and he was going to be the director of it. But ended up not doing so because he's like, I could not He couldn't stand being around Disney executives and knew he could not be in those meetings. And I, I, it's just so fascinating that like it's like, wait, you directed this like movie where a uh, like head like the like a, a cut off head was about to go down on a woman.
0: Yep.
3: And
2: you, yeah,
0: uh, re animator. Yeah.
2: yeah. And you wrote, "Honey, I shrunk the kids." <laughs>
0: people have the ability to to write multi-talented projects i guess it's it's kind of like write different genres it's okay it's
2: amazing it's kind of like the guy who wrote um james vaughn also wrote Chitty Chitty bang bang (laughs) like fuck um Um, but the i think yeah that last
0: fleming aside um
2: that last paragraph kind of sold it for me too like that i was like oh damn that's it's really well written. It's in
1: that perfect voice. I feel,
0: I feel, I feel wounded.
1: Yeah. It I've is, been wounded. It, you can either take it as like an insult or you can take it as a moment to laugh at yourself. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it kind of was, it's mostly that. It's mostly yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: what's your point of view, Alan?
3: Yeah. Yeah. It was very good. Um, I, I think, uh, I think the writer found a way to speak to us in a, in, in a less obvious way. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, Than you know, uh, pro wrestling or gay shit, which would have been the obvious ways. In...
2: <laughs> yes. Um.
3: <laughs> um. But yeah, no, no, it was very good. Uh, the tone and voice was consistent. Uh. Uh. Very, very well researched.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, yeah. It's well researched enough that I can believe the parts that are maybe a little. a little more far-fetched like i i it does a good job letting the reader suspend disbelief it it knows what it's talking about so you don't have to uh
2: i have to ask alan which uh do you prefer the stitch
1: one or this one so far
3: um you know i don't know they're they're both very very different beasts
1: Yeah, yeah they're both very different stories different voices
0: yeah, I mean, one is that one is a highfalutin thing about the decay of you know the 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 absolute corporate n- nonsense and the and the you know trying to save the world with getting people to rewire and the eth- the questionable ethics of that. And The other one's about a sad hand job. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I can- like the fact that as a result you don't know what to expect from us like it's like oh if i write this this is what's going to appeal to the judges and it's like nope you don't have these two different stories
0: people wrote mm-hmm. the, 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 the variety i'm actually surprised that none of the stories really cross-correlated like yeah. there weren't any like like none of them hit on exactly the same themes per se and i think that was really kind of neat so every story offered something different mm-hmm. um and these are just the ones that happen to jump out the most, but like there's I could definitely talk about some of the other ones and hey, if you want to hear our, our thoughts on if you were an entrant and uh, once these two episodes are done, you want to know what we, we we thought about your your story, feel free to contact us. um we have actually talked about maybe revisiting some of these in the future and giving our honest critiques uh, um, but we'll I'll explain more about that a little later
2: this is the, yeah um we'll get into. That after this, uh, the final winner.
0: Oh yeah, our first place winner. Yes. This story is. Who's the leader of this club? It's made for you and me. It's the new Mickey Mouse Club member.
2: By Dartmouth and friends.
0: I have no idea who this is.
2: I don't is need it, me if either.
0: If it's slime beast I'm gonna choke a bit. No. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know. It seems too well researched to be a slime beast story.
2: Oh shit. And slime Beast gives me the middle finger for that.
0: Uh, I can give you more um, than the middle finger. Can you, uh, you slime. Hey
3: future da- Hey future David. During that, oh, can you add like the uh the like rave
0: air horns? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I would I would not I, will, I relish any opportunity to do that. Um I don't remember who read the last. I think me and me and Alan read the last two paragraphs so of the last I one. So again. I think it's you. You get to start us off again. But yeah, this is first place. And let's find out why.
2: An Uber picks you and your two closest friends up from your Airbnb in Anaheim, California on a warm, late summer morning. Oh shit. It's the story of Alan and Sade.
1: That's exactly what we did with the last trip. Yep. And it was so nice and convenient. <laughs>
2: Your heart begins to pound as the car makes its way down Disneyland Drive toward the happiest place on earth. You've been preparing for this, saving a little here and a little there, all for today. This will be your yep. first Disneyland trip. Not true for you two. And yeah. you are positive it will be perfect. Your friends prod, I think it means proud, prod of your... your... No, they prod
0: your anticipation. No. No. Oh, <laughs> it's
2: actually done well, sorry. Going. Your friends prod your anticipation further with details about the sights sounds, smells, and tastes that await you. And you can almost feel it already. Your group will spend all of today at Disneyland. Then tomorrow will be all about California Adventure. But you can't help but feel more excited for the main park.
0: Yeah, but these guys are scrubs because they didn't go dressed as, like, their own Star Wars characters who, as I think about it, we're all just, I, you know, I've, I've mentioned this before to you guys in person, but we were all just basically char- the characters from Firefly.
2: Yeah, so uh, yeah. <laughs> for those who don't know, um, this July, uh, or not July it was August it was August
0: was the day after our, our wedding two days two after
2: two days after our wedding
0: no, three. three
2: three
3: days, days after, after our, our wedding.
2: wedding we, we three, all ro- three days after your wedding ah, ah,
0: ah, ah. we rolled into uh galaxy's edge uh oh, okay. doing doing our own star wars bounding
2: yeah so and we actually like months in advance we up to like what our characters would be what the background story is cuz we're giant
0: fucking nerds
2: so um my character was named Mel, and she is the, uh, You were the Kaylee. I was the Kaylee, but I was I was the Kaylee... I was the more, like, introverted Kaylee, though. Like, uh, she was the... Like, the character I chose is the engineer of the ship, um, but she keeps to herself, and is, like, that person is, like, do this, and she just does it.
0: I mean, I was basically Simon.
2: Yeah, although yours was... Your character... You want to describe your character?
0: My character was supposed to be a rich kid from, uh, like, a core world who... Uh, basically, took off running after uh, the First Order blew up the Hosnian system, and ended up falling in with these guys. He knows a lot about books. He's a little, he's book smart, and he knows a lot about like handling diplomatic situations. But he's pretty pretty crap at everything else because he hasn't really lived in the real world. So this is like a wake up call for him. But yeah, in my mind, he's basically Simon.
3: Yeah, I was Gay Jane.
0: <laughs> you mean Gain? Yes. Yes.
2: Uh, what was your character's name? It was,
0: uh... uh I was Tuck. Tuck, Tuck
2: Tuck, that's right.
0: And, uh, and, uh, Sade was basically Mal.
1: I don't think I was as good a captain as Mal. I was, my, my character, Rook, uh, is a very reserved, don't touch me, don't get out of my face, I don't want to be captain, but I'm captain, and this is my ship. hmm <laughs>
2: It ends with.
0: They're loose equivalences. I'll. I, I admit. For example, I didn't bring my 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 weird kung fu little sister along. <laughs>
2: yeah. Okay. You, uh, Paul, should <clears throat> continue reading this.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Let's. Uh- <laughs> Sorry, we have a story. Anyway, this is a little, hitting a little close to home. Anyhow.
1: Uh, the car pulls up to the drop-off point and think, and you think the driver hurriedly as you exit the car and make for the entry gate. As you advance through the line to the ticket kiosk, you feel like dancing with the Disney music blaring over the speakers and have to resist the urge to run to the nearby souvenir shop and spend everything before you're even in the park. At the kiosk, you present the cast member with your printed ticket receipt and they, in turn, print out your official plastic ticket. As it pops out of the dispenser, you notice something different from the ticket your friends received before you. Their tickets were simple, solid-colored affairs with the close-up images of Goofy and Donald in their classic clothing. But yours is a metallic gold with Sorcerer Mickey conjuring up magic dust around him.
0: Gotta get that magic dust. Snort up all that sweet, sweet magic dust. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: that, I didn't that say was... that. I was like, no. Someone Thank else you. Was
0: yeah, yeah, someone had to. I mean, you have first-hand experience snorting up magic dust in this. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> that, oh, that, that blue... Beignet? That blue beignet powder.
1: Oh, I still yeah! T- That's right <gasps> he downed it! I
0: can, I
3: can still taste it. Um,
1: I got video the cast, of that.
3: The cast member gasps, then picks up a walkie-talkie from the podium and excitedly exclaims into it that yours in the... Mm, that yours in the year's 10 millionth ticket, and you are the newest Mickey Mouse Club member, entitling you to an extra swell day at Disneyland. There will be extra swelling <clears throat> involved.
0: It'll be the bee's knees.
2: <laughs> <laughs> God, I, God, now I'm going to think of sexual connotations with that. Thank you, Alan.
0: If this were still on no YouTube, problem. I would give it the tagline, the bee's knees. <laughs> As the guests and
3: cast members around you clap, The cast member then hands you a special button, also metallic gold with Sorcerer Mickey, to wear alongside your first visit one. Explaining that wearing the button gets you the VIP treatment, complete with automatic fast pass, free food and souvenirs, and other surprises. Hell yeah!
0: Damn. Once past the ticket kiosk, it takes all of three minutes for you to see the effects of the button in action. Upon passing under the railroad bridge to Main Street, USA, As you're hit with the smell of fresh chocolate chip cookies and the sound of married life from Up, you see Goofy and Donald greeting guests. When they see you, they actually abandon their lines to greet you, sign your autograph book, and pose for a picture before going back to their other confused and a bit disgruntled guests. A cast member outside the Candy Palace hands you an enormous caramel apple, and by the time you've made it to the other end of Main Street, you've already decided that this this trip is the best thing to ever happen to you. When the other shoe drops, it's gonna suck a lot.
2: I, I gotta admit, as you're reading this, it's like, wow, that is a little too good to be true. Yeah,
0: well, we we know what we know. We're like, yeah, so when does the bad stuff happen? Yeah. Because there's no way it's gonna yeah. be this good forever.
2: Your friends suggest a ride. Excited to share in your good fortune. Thanks to your button and the wait for the Jungle Cruise is just two minutes. The time it takes for cast members to pull out a private boat just for you. <laughs> you hear a few onlookers complaining about their long wait. Um... Well, uh, how long? Like, Jungle Cruise, is it usually
0: that? Jungle Cruise never has it. Like, I've never seen a wait for Jungle Cruise longer than, like, a half hour. And, like, even then, that's rare. Like, usually it's, like, at most 10, 15 minutes.
2: Yeah. And a cast member responds gruffly that Mickey Mouse Club members don't have to wait. You feel a bit guilty about jumping line, but hey, it's not
0: you. Rock your body on time.
2: Okay, I believe you. It's not your fault you got the lucky ticket. The only hiccup is that you had to talk you had to talk the cast member into letting your friends come on too, which he eventually grants with a
1: surprising glare in their direction. Oh. Oh, it's me. Sorry. As you disembark, your skipper tugs at your sleeve, looks you dead in the eye, and whispers, run. Your
3: friends laugh, thinking she's cracking one last morbid joke, as skippers often do. But then you see the surly cast member from before ask your skipper if they can have a word putting his arm around her and guiding her away.
0: We never see her again. But then again, war- you've never seen her before. Well, this is warning, the Jungle Cruise.
3: Warning, warning her that per the new contract, she has to incorporate Dwayne the Rock Johnson into her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My favorite thing about that Jungle Cruise trailer was the comments where people were like, we're making a jungle movie. Door kicks in. Here comes Dwayne the Rock Johnson. This movie has a jungle in it? I'm in. Uh, after a free Monte Cristo at Cafe Orleans... Oh, God. ...and you and, your fr- you and your friends jump more lines and go on more rides. However, gliding through the musty halls of the Haunted Mansion in a Doom buggy, something feels off. <laughs> You're expecting to be a little creeped out, but feeling like all the animatronics are looking directly at you is really unnerving. You could shake it off as just a spooky ride playing tricks on your mind. But the same thing didn't happen on Splash Mountain, too, where your souvenir photos printed out gold with a gold Mickey Mouse Club member banner... Along the bottom, covering the face of your two friends who sat in the, on, in the front of the log, Mike Wazowski style.
2: This person knows their Disney shit, by the way.
0: If the same thing didn't happen on Splash Mountain, where the animatronic fox kept saying, I'm gonna marry your dad!
2: <laughs> oh, God. We have to read that, like, out loud at some point.
0: Well, I mean, we have, and it's been on the podcast before.
2: But, uh, is it, like, oh yeah, it is on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, and besides, mm-hmm.
0: like, I can't imagine anybody but, but Alan and Matt reading it at this point, because yeah. it's perfect with that delivery. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's, oh your, yeah, it's, it's your turn.
2: The day goes on, and the perks keep coming, but so do some awkward moments. At lunch, one of the cooks at Pizza Planet whips out a fresh pizza from the oven, just for you, while other uh, diners are served from the counter. It's a small world, which of, which the website had said...
0: What?
3: But it's still Pizza Planet, so it's still bad.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: still <laughs> tastes yeah. like shit. Don't uh, eat the
0: pizza. The flat pizza, don't, just don't.
1: You it used did. to be able to ask for the gluten, and that was apparently better than the normal pizza, oh. and they do make those for you hot and fresh, because they only make them when asked for. But apparently they changed that, and it's not as good.
2: Oh. <sighs> it's a small world, which the website had said was closed for repairs is open for you. A long line of guests is left to wait outside during your private showing in the tiki room. The tiki room, really?
1: When is a long line ever?
0: Welcome to a tropical hideaway. Well, no, it wasn't
1: that there was a long. It was that you know, oh, only you and your two (laughs) friends are going to get a tiki room. Everyone else has to wait. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just you and the three of them sitting, and then one of the birds turns to you and goes, "Hello, Ricky." You're first assuming that's your (laughs) character's. I don't know.
2: When you exit, Uh, scooping out the uh, lat. Oh, go ahead.
0: I'm sorry, the tiki room alone
3: doesn't sound great, <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: yeah by yourself yeah um yeah did... no i w-
3: I was high in the tiki room, and uh
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's right i
3: was i was not i was not dealing well with uh puppets no uh very specifically one of the tiki one of the tiki masks right beside me. <laughs> Like one of the, one of the, one of the eyes wasn't working <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was, it seemed to like, it seemed like the clacking of the animatronic was louder than his actual voice. Yeah. So, so it had like a derpy eye and was all like, <laughs> 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 and I was not handling it super well. <laughs> oh, no.
2: Imagine being in there by yourself now. <laughs> Uh, When you exit, scooping out the last juicy spoonful of your Dole Whip, they've almost stormed off with the few who remain scowling in your direction. As hours pass, you start seeing the whenever in the park you go. Guests see you coming and actually start leaving. By now, you're almost ashamed of the special treatment, but you didn't ask for it. You're not going to let jealous people ruin your first Disney trip, are you?
0: Pride cometh before the fall.
1: I feel like if that was me i'd be like no let the other people in too like yeah, bullshit, yeah. Be, just me start, being in
0: there you start pulling shit like that right yes yeah, it's like, yeah. no that, that's that's the thing maybe this was this was whole thing was a test and our narrate and and we are failing because we're the we're the, Ooh. We're the protagonist Ooh.
2: you
0: hear anything about that yeah.
1: dinner time is spent at the blue bayou no wait or reservation necessary of course the food is delicious and so expensive. Yeah, it is. But you
0: get it for free because you're the new Mickey Mouse Club member.
1: <laughs> but you feel that the hostess clearing out the restaurant was a bit much.
2: <laughs> that's weird. Like Yeah. It's...
1: That kills the atmosphere. Yeah, like yeah, everybody that's the whole being point. gone,
2: like, oh, mm-hmm. and you're by yourself.
1: You and your friends are the are now the only people there, sitting under bistro lights and Fox not Fox. That's Fel. right, right? It's faux. Foe. Fo-
2: like, uh, like fake.
1: Yeah, I know the word. I've just never... There's a lot of words that I have never read or spoken out loud, but I know because I've heard them. Oh, yeah.
2: I uh, I, yeah. I, I have the opposite word. There's words I've read, and I know what they mean, but then when I I, I when I finally have heard them out loud, it's like, oh, that's how they're pronounced? Mm. Yeah, so I have the opposite effect. But then again, it, in the same sense, you kind of get the same Mm -hmm. because it's like oh i know that word i just have never read it before where oh i've read that word i've just never heard it out loud before
1: Mm -hmm. sitting under bistro lights and faux night sky while listening to the ripples of chlorine scented water from the ride it's bromine
0: it's bromine and also a chemical compound meant to make us hate uh make us love capitalism Mm
1: -hmm. indeed Pirates and capitalism.
2: Yes, Yes, because when you think capitalism, you think of pirates.
0: Actually, yes, I do, because all they cared about was getting money from people. That's true. Through cutthroat means. That sounds pretty good.
3: (laughs) While ordering dessert... At one one point, one of the pirates on the ride specifically says, now let's equally distribute the booty between all (laughs) the... Wait, don't kill me!
1: (laughs) (laughs) and
3: then they kill and then they kill that pirate
1: (laughs) (laughs) jeez while ordering dessert one of your friends phones buzzes she opens a text and with a sudden look of shock on her face she hurriedly excuses herself explaining that she has to call her mother you and your other friend order dessert watching the pirates of the caribbean boats passing by your table you've noticed during dinner that the number of people in them has been dwindling now you see that every boat that passes is empty. Your other friend notices, too, and decides that, is, that he is going to go ask someone by the unloading dock what is going on. As he crosses the restaurant floor, your waitress arrives with your dessert, just yours. When you ask where your friend's desserts are, the waitress answers, "The waitress, waitress's answer sends a chill down your back."
3: Uh, I'm sorry, but what friends? Those were parasites. Also, also, I just wanted to say real quick, uh, when we were on pirates the last time, um, <laughs> I, I, I developed I developed my new favorite thing to do at Disney.
0: Oh yeah, which
3: is uh, <laughs> uh, no oh. everyone everyone sings along to the pirate song, but no one knows the whole song. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's what. <laughs> So as we were so as we were on the ride the first time everyone was like loud and proud. Yo ho yo ho a pirates life for me. And then everyone was just like "No, <laughs> drink up me hearties, yo ho uh, So <laughs> by the second time, By the second time I went, Yo ho yo ho a pirate's life for me. We're pirates, we're pirates, we're pirates, <laughs> hearties, we're pirates, drink up
2: We're pirates I remember we're this. pirates, yes.
1: Oh, uh, can that just be tradition for us from yes, now on? Oh yeah.
0: Of course. Kind of like how we always taught we always start reciting uh the the clickhole article when we're on Splash Mountain. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. um when we were all talking about how Zach Baggins would experience Disneyland. Oh my
2: god. <laughs> Abby so Abyssne was with us on ha- Haunted Mansion and throughout the whole thing like it would be, while we're waiting line, he's like, Could you imagine if Zach Baggins was like here at Haunted Mansion and just Doing his sack bag and saying, and throughout the whole thing, he's actually doing. Is this- it
0: really true that the spirits of nine hundred and ninety nine ghosts inhabit this house?
2: And just throughout the ride, I'm like, God, this is amazing! Holy shit! <laughs> and busy, of course, has the perfect fucking cadence for Zack he- Baggins. He
0: nails it every time. That's why
2: we got him to play. And no- you,
0: <laughs> I think another new
3: thing will have to be. And you told me we weren't gonna find parking inside the temple of Amora. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ben Spiegel still... I'm sorry, we're going off in so many tangents. People so, are hating this. P- people are... P- people on... Um, uh, ben Spiegel still brings up his favorite thing. It was when he was hanging around with you guys, and he was just like... You were just... it came up, you know, Kobe. Yeah. Kobe, why'd you look to the lives Kobe? <laughs> oh.
2: So, fun, fun, fun fact, guys. For... for uh, uh, af- right after David and I got married, like like... An hour after we got married, or a couple hours after we got married, we went to Disneyland, all of us together, the whole creative mm-hmm. horror group. It was so much fun. It was like, like, um, like we were making jokes all night. Uh, we had, um, we were on, uh, uh, fuck, what I'm thinking of the ride. It's Indiana Jones. It broke, and,
1: down, it broke and down, down while we were okay. on it.
0: Oh, that was. That was so much fun. <laughs> Lose the backpack. Stop the ride. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh god, I want to keep going, but, yeah, yeah, but we should.
3: And again, yeah, yeah. And 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 this was with the ride broke down at. We went on Space Mountain first, and that's when my edible kicked in. Um, <laughs> So so by the time we were on Indiana Jones, I was flying. And uh, <laughs> the, ride, the ride stopped and lights come on. And the first thing I thought was, oh, shit, they know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, so be, to be fair, my favorite part is that the ride started moving again, but all the lights were still on. And um, yeah. we go by, we're on the bridge and we go by the big cobra. We go behind the big skull just as we're starting to drop into the... Um, like toward the dark tunnel, all the lights go off. Okay. Okay, now it's just in the dark, but there's no sound and all of a sudden the music comes in and we're like, Ah <laughs> Also, like am... there was how no
3: we... light for the boulder. Oh yeah, yes. that's right. We didn't even mm-hmm. see the boulder. So so we had this hilarious moment where like the boulder never shows up. We got we dive under nothing. And there is Indiana Jones saying something to the effect of how about that fucking boulder, huh? <laughs>
2: I gotta wait, this this story is making me feel I, I gotta it is this is does invoke Disney like this is a I, I think that's one of the reasons I love this story is it's just we are right now reminiscing about our Disney adventures just because of this story. It,
0: it's gonna start getting mm-hmm. more and more surreal too here. like right now, a lot of this has been pretty practical, but it's it's starting to get a little it's starting to actually get the eeriness is starting to set set in mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, anyway, uh, tangents for Disney stories good good times. I'm good with that. You point toward the unloading dock, but when you look there, not only is your friend missing, but the employee is, too. You rise, starting to panic, asking what the hell is going on. Your waitress shrugs innocently.
1: You run to the- You can't- Oh, sorry, if I can just nitpick. You can't actually see the loading dock from the You have to, like,
0: lean way out, like, on the fence to do it. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, I mean, for the most part, this has been pretty spot on, but, I mean, the person might not know.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Whatever.
2: I'll uh, I'll let it pass, but you are right. You can't really. They stay. missed. They messed up the whole. You messed hole. up,
0: and that's a serious last place in my book. Story over.
2: <laughs> totally ruined the immersion.
0: I'm giving the first place to um the quick hole article about Splash Mountain instead. Yeah. No. <laughs>
2: can is, we? Can, can we? Yeah. Send, send who? The we, greatest
0: Disney pasta ever written.
2: Yeah. Uh, let's be honest. Let's be honest. You run to the door of the restaurant, stepping out from a fake night to a real one, with lights igniting on New Orleans Square as the sun goes down. The square is completely empty. Your friends and the remaining guests, the cast members, are all gone. Oh, shit. All that's left is faint jazz music from the speakers. Yeah, sorry, I'm- You're good. You turn towards the restaurant to ask again for an explanation, but now the waitress has vanished too. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Fuck. It's Twilight Zone.
0: Yep. Where is everybody?
1: They're overwatching Fantastic. Oh yeah, that's I'm missing right. The show, man.
0: But you would you would see it, wouldn't you? Wouldn't, from, you, wouldn't it be creepy if Fantastic yeah, was there going on? But, but there was no one it, there watching it, least. and they're just performing anyway. Ooh.
1: Yeah. Your heart races as you rush through New Orleans Square, then Adventureland, searching for someone, anyone, as you round the corner to get to the central plaza. It's empty, and now the music has snuffed out. Instead of fresh cookies of. Instead of the fresh cookings of this morning, you smell faint whiffs of something like firework smoke. You call out your friends' names, your voice echoing down the street. No answer. As you try to make up your mind, you suddenly hear a voice, a very familiar voice.
3: And without reading ahead, I'm just going to take a guess here. Mm -hmm. Gosh, pal, I don't think anyone can hear (laughs) you.
0: Not bad.
2: That's not bad.
0: Turning toward the castle standing where the bridge meets the ground by the partner statue is mickey mouse at least oh. at, at least it's right. someone in a mickey mouse suit dressed in his classic tailcoat and red pants he walks toward you with the recognizable swinging arms and spring in his step that is exactly how mickey, mickey yeah. mouse characters yes. walk around too mm-hmm. you struggle with yourself to find the words to say did you ask him what's going on why this day has gone so weirdly where where your friends are Or do you ask him? You consider running, but something inside you won't let you go without answers. Mickey seems to understand your desire.
2: Oh, God. I can't You don't
0: have to do the voice if you don't want to.
2: I hope you're having a really swell day here. We've been trying super hard to make your visit extra special.
1: Mickey's mouth doesn't move, but the voice is coming from the suit. He's only a few yards away from you now.
3: Everybody dreams about having Disneyland all to themselves. When you're a Mickey Mouse Club member, that's what you get. We just wanted to make sure you'd never, ever want to leave. Because after all, you won't for a while. Oh, Oh, no.
0: (laughs) That jolly Mickey chuckle that made you giggle as a kid makes your hair stand on end in this moment. Yeah, no shit. It wasn't even written in there, and I did it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's been a real long time since I got to leave, and pretty soon, that's just what I'll get to do. (laughs) Oh,
1: You don't want to hear the rest. You try to break into a run, but Mickey's already too close. He grabs hold of your arm with a grip like a vice.
2: God, Alan is, like, getting all the voices. Your visit's going to be an extra long one.
3: Mine sure has been. I hope you liked your special day here at Disneyland as much as I did mine. But now, I think I'm ready to get out of here.
0: Mickey's other hand takes hold of the back of your head, forcing you to look into big, unblinking plastic eyes. The black people seem to expand as your head begins buzzing. Suddenly, all you can hear is a faint tune that brings walking brooms and splashing water to mind as the blackness overtakes your vision.
2: For a minute or two, the music fills your head and you can't see, but your mind is stricken with sheer, paralyzing panic. What is Mickey doing to you? Why you? Why are you friends? Why
1: is... It's been almost a year since you became the new Mickey Mouse Club member. For a year, you've wandered over the pavement of Disneyland with the same swinging arms and springing step that Mickey Mouse is supposed to have. You don't know what has become of your old body since it sauntered away, laughing at you with what was once what I was doing so good. (laughs) You're fine. You're doing good. Laughing at you with what was once your voice as you stood powerless, unable to cross over the turnstile separating Disneyland from the rest of the world. Frankly, you've almost become numb to the horror of it. As you survey the crowds on another hot summer day, much like the one on which you stupidly didn't run away, you notice a glint of gold. A group of twenty-somethings walk excitedly through the square where your life was stolen from you on one young man's shirt t-shirt the next i can't read on one young man's shirt t-shirt the next next to a purple one first visit button sorry guys is a it's gleaming fine. gold one your stiff plastic mouth is ready already smiling as you run past confused guests directly to the lucky winner for a photo the way the characters did for you on your special day but now, for the first time in ages, you're smiling on the inside, too. As the group walks away, a high, cheerful voice that's haunted your mind for almost a year chuckles.
3: See you real soon.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Um, Why is this one our winner, friends? It's, it rated very highly for all three of us. Yeah,
2: it did. Like this was my number yeah. one, and I think it was also your number one as well.
1: Yeah, I it was it, pretty up there.
2: It was Sade's third, I, I recall. I
1: think it was my third, third or second. Yeah, I think my second.
2: It might be. Yeah. I th- oh, yeah. I think it was your second. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um, we. It's just in, like I could not pour, like pull myself away throughout it. I think this,
0: this feels the most like a creepy pasta to me. For yes. one, like I also, and I say that in a in a well-meaning way. Like this has that that just weird shit happens, and there's no real explanation for it, I feel also and, and also b- having it be um just having it be second person,
2: yeah, that's really hard to do for the most part, like that could be hit or miss like if you do it in second person, yeah, which I appreciate the uniqueness of it, but also not only that, this feels the most disney immersive, like you like i. Again, it does conjure up Disney memories. It does conjure up being in the park.
0: Hence us going on the tangent.
1: Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Because I think they they hit different locations that those who, even if you've only been to the park once, they're likely locations that you got to hit up. Yeah, exactly.
2: Um, And it also is kind of, it does conjure up that whole fear of like, being so much of a Disney fan to the point, it's like, do I really want to be stuck here for the rest of my life? And you end up-
0: Not as Mickey Mouse, that's for sure.
2: No, (laughs) Maybe as Stitch. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you're stitched are-
0: Then you can melt people with your hot dog chili burps. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: While they're getting a handjob. Uh, uh,
2: what did you think, Alan?
3: I think I used to play bass for a chili dog handjob. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, I, I, think, I think this was very good. Um, I don't know why I took that tone, but I... <laughs> I'd have a hard time ranking the three stories we've read. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I I would have a very, very difficult time picking a first, second, or third place between the three of them. They're all very, 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 very good.
0: Yes, yes. I'm. Well, I'm glad you think so. I mean, I guess the thing I want to ask is, which one of what's your personal favorite? Which one did you derive the most enjoyment from? Um. Huh. Um.
2: Or like, what feels the most Alan to you? Because we actually <laughs> let's let, let's be honest. So the next one, our next episode, we're gonna read like our own personal favorites, the ones that like spoke to us as people. I would say, uh, like what like there's a Caleb p- favorite. There's- like the
0: outliers that did, like the the reason these three stories worked is because they were all kind of stories that we all agreed. Like like they were in our top ones, and the, and the ones that had the closest correlations to each other are the ones that that won basically. Yeah. Whereas I think the ones we're picking were all sort of like individual favorites that maybe didn't have the same cross correlation So
2: mm-hmm. it, it was just something that was like I l- really like this for this reason. Like this spoke to me for this reason.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. I, I'd probably have to give it to this one. Uh, just, just uh, there's there's a lot of details in there um, that that do ring true, and it, it and like, like we mentioned earlier that hey, this is. How mine and Sage's trip to our most recent trip to Disney started. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, yeah, no, that's uh, I'd I'd probably give it to this one. Um, And and you are right that it does feel like the most classically kind of creepypasta story Mm -hmm. uh, of the three. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, The first one, too. The first the first one has has kind of the classic creepypasta vibe, too.
2: I agree with that.
0: You know what's interesting is they all had different either tenses or different uh, styles to them, too.
2: Yeah, that was another mm-hmm. interesting thing, too.
0: Like, and, uh. and, I,
2: and I gotta give props to that. Like, it, like this one was in second person. The first one was in present tense.
0: This one was also in present tense.
2: Yeah, this one was also in present tense. But it makes sense. When you do second person, it's kind of hard to yeah. not do present tense.
0: you did tense. this thing, and then this happened to you, and then this happened. You know, this is better. It's better to do. It's easier to do this way. Oh, wow. All right.
2: Thank you all for...
0: So, dartmouth and friends. Hopefully, if it's a bunch of friends, you all get to split this one, you know, <laughs> when we send you. So, remember, please uh, send us your um, your Dole Whips and your um, bromide water smell candle. Yeah,
3: fuck, fuck, what, fuck whatever David was about to say. Absolutely send us Dole Whip. Yes.
1: Uh, beignets. <gasps> Mickey-shaped Beignet. beignets,
0: yeah. please. Send is a giant mm. turkey leg.
2: Just send us send us Disney
0: food. I've never actually had one of those big turkey legs. Oh really? No, I actually. I, 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 I,
3: I used I I I used to work at the Ren Fair and had them all the time, and uh, yeah.
0: I, I bet there's probably oh, ten times. I'm boring. over it. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I'm
2: kind
3: of over um, it too, but. Ooh, send me a Disney corn dog. Ooh, they got
2: some fucking
3: they got some fucking good ass corn dogs. Uh,
2: so
0: send me Michael Eisner's head. What?
2: Jesus Christ. So, I guess, is this the point where you say, where do you go from here for UCA?
0: Right, I think that's only fair. So we've covered our bases with these stories. And thank you again to everybody who submitted. We'll have a few more in the future. But this doesn't have to end here, because the way I see it, uh, we want to start giving feedback and looking at people's stories that they want to send us and that they want us to look at. So, because unfortunately i mean grabbing random stories from the internet is a little bit of a crapshoot you never know when someone's gonna you know reach out and be like hey i don't like that you read this story i'm going to uh put a strike on your youtube channel for example because you just happened to think it was written anonymously but it wasn't and it was me dio the whole time uh yeah. pff, sorry um so um
3: proud I'm of sti- that huh proud of that yeah a little
0: proud of that um a <laughs> little little bit but uh, that said, I just it's just not viable anymore. And the more I have felt about it, the more I've kind of wanted to bring a change to UCA. And that is, we have a pretty... I, I'm really proud of the community we have around this podcast. It's still strange to me that there's a community around this podcast, but I'm starting to get used to that idea. And uh, I do not want to take you guys for granted. So I'm opening the floor for your stories. If you have anything you want to submit to our show and get the uca uh blind gut reaction literary criticism treatment we will do that you can choose whether you want your name attached to the story or if you want it read anonymously i guarantee you we will be as harsh as we normally are mm-hmm. because here's the thing the
3: way we are here's the thing if you if you don't feel like you could take a roasting probably don't submit anything
0: <laughs> right right even a good even if it's a good natured roasting is still roasting yeah
2: I mean, it, like, we've roasted really good stories. I mean, look at how we were with, like, the Stitches story. The right. The shitty vacation. Right. Mm. And we've been
0: relatively... And here's the thing. We've been relatively polite with a lot of, like, user-submitted stories before. Um, and I kind of want to make sure that we're giving everybody kind of the same treatment. Uh, you know, we usually with popular stories, I'm more willing to punch up. hmm But, um, and, you know, especially if they're, they're popular and I go, why is this popular? You know, that kind of thing. But now that we've kind of moved... I I feel like our podcast has moved past that era. We've moved past the sort of, like, the creepypasta thing. And what I'd like to do is actually move it more toward, you know, show us your horror stories. Show us what you have to offer, and we'll happily give you feedback. It's going to be UCA feedback, but it'll be feedback nonetheless. So, uh, submissions are open. Uh, The main thing is, and and I'm going to be reworking the Patreon for... um, Uh, submissions there and patrons are going to get first dibs on anything they want read if there was something you submitted in a previous contest or even this contest that we didn't read and you'd like us to go over in the future we will do that if you give us the permission to do so um and again we don't have to attach your name to it if you don't want we'll just read it we'll know you read it so that way if anybody tries to rip you off in the future we'll be like ah nope and we'll we'll be in your corner Um, but we just want to be of service and like maybe help other people improve their craft. And that's always been kind of the weird goal of UCA to look at the writing, to understand why the writing works or doesn't work and to maybe help people write better. You
2: can also submit bad stories too. Like you can submit intentionally bad stories if you like.
0: I do screen some of these. So if they're just absolutely abhorrent, like to the point where they're deliberately trolly or they're trying to be, uh, intentionally really disturbing or disgusting just to get a rise out of us, I'm just going to flat out be like, no. But that's the, uh, you, our mileage may vary. My mileage may vary. But yeah, that's just how it's gonna go. I'm sorry. But if you're doing it in earnest, I will accept it. Yeah. Even troll is done in earnest, I will accept.
2: Yes, because <clears throat> it's it's true. I think the funny parts is when we do make fun of the really bad stories. So I just the problem is is making sure we have the permission of that
0: person. Yeah, and this is the, the I think this is the one surefire way to make sure that happens. So yeah. Uh, the floor is yours. Uh, Patriot get priority, but we will get around to everybody's eventually. You can email me at midnightmarinera at gmail.com. That's where the uh, you can get you can submit story submissions. If you're part of our Discord, you could post them there. If you follow um, if you follow Midnight Marinera or even Creative Horror on Twitter. Um, oh, actually, I'd say the submissions are going to be easiest if you email us. Mm-hmm. Email mm-hmm. is the best way to do it. So feel free to email your submissions. I'll start building a list, and we will go from there, making sure you, you get fully credited, or if you want to leave your name off, not credited at all. <laughs>
2: like, I understand, like, wanting to be anonymous. Like
0: We will continue to visit certain things that uh, we've done in the past, though. We're going to try some new segments out. We're going to keep doing SCP Roundup. Because yeah. I love SCP Roundup, and uh, we still haven't finished our confinement series. Those are all, um, there's clear and concise rules about how, and what you're allowed to read from the SCP Foundation on things, so, uh, that's never been an issue before, making sure that the people who write the SCPs get the credit, as long as we do that and we're fairer with, it, that's fine. So we're gonna keep doing that. Uh, and, we, uh, I can confirm the rumor now that The rumor come out, does see, Bruno Mars is gay.
3: Does Bruno Mars is gay. <laughs> um, Basically, UCA will be absorbing creepy cooking staff and uh, yes, uh, which will become a creepy cooking staff will instead become a semi regular feature of UCA.
0: Hell yeah. Uh, And that's going to continue to incorporate um, the usual suspects, right? Uh,
3: The usual suspects and uh, it will continue to incorporate contributions from the listeners. Huzzah.
2: So yes, listeners, we the uh, Creepy Cooking staff will be asking for suggestions to create a uh, horror story.
0: Which you can then write and submit to us if you want to. <laughs>
2: um,
0: Won't that be interesting? And
2: along with that, we're lifting a rule too. The, a rule that we once had. And-
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. So this is tentative. We're not going to do this all the time, but the author can now be present every so often Whoa. with the story. Okay. Yes.
2: We tested this out actually during a live stream where you guys read my story when I was uh, oh, yeah. when I was like 17, and I think my reaction and the way you guys responded just made it even better. So I think having the author there can be actually pretty funny. So um,
0: yeah, I'm I'm good with this 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 change. So yeah, a few changes coming. The, the next, the, the other thing I should point out is um just because it is going to be a little more complicated to produce and my life has just become a lot busier, I'm working on other podcast projects and things. Uh, UCA is going to be moving from weekly to um, bi monthly. So every other week there will be a new UCA episode if I can get it done. Um, it's going to be every Tuesday like it used to be.
2: Yeah, every other Tuesday. Every
0: other Tuesday. So that's when we're going to have the the podcast come out.
2: It's also a matter of also getting more material in. So yeah,
0: so this is where this is mm-hmm. where you guys come in.
2: Um, because I want to. It's like we want to make sure there's enough time for people to send stuff in, and then.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, the floor is yours, my friends. Thank you for all your support over the years. Uh, we've been now doing this, and yeah, since 2014. So we're moving into our um, fifth year. Our fifth year here with UCA. So. Please uh, feel free to submit, and uh, we will tell you exactly what we feel exactly in the moment, exactly. And maybe future David will chime in so uh, every so often with something funny, just not right now because he's tired.
3: Anyway, are you sure about? Are you sure about that? Or are we about to hear six
0: underground? God damn it! <laughs> Uh, thank you, everybody, for submitting your stories to the to the challenge. We'll do the next uh, next episode.'ll be our our honorable mentions. And yeah, sorry about all that official business. I just wanted to make sure it was all out of the way. Uh, it's really good to be doing this again uh uca is on the creative horror network uh and you can find it on various podcast feeds. are we on spotify now
1: yeah we've been on spotify since july i
0: just want to ultra confirm that we are on spotify so you can get us all,
1: all of the podcasts from creative horror are now on spotify
0: since we are doing this in the last week of October and uh, Halloween is swift, swift approaching, we wouldn't leave you guys without a new Midnight Marinera, so the long-lost Alan Chaney-written episode, The Fall Board, is coming on October 30th. So stay tuned Meet. for that one. Yes. I'm I'm excited for this one. I, it's, uh, I've it's i had people who I I did voices, I had record the voices like a year ago, and it just took forever to get this all done. And the hard, The part that was hard to get was actually getting custom piano music done. But um there's some there's some good custom piano stuff going on in this one now
2: for darkly lit um our next episode comes out november 13th and we will be reading the quiet boy by nick and tosca uh, which you can read online uh we have linked it in to um the show notes for our last episode uh we'll also probably post it on twitter as well so you know where to find it it is a short story so it's an easy read
1: and Hey, go check out The Witching Hour. We put out two episodes for October, and uh, I lead that show, where I also stumble over my words a lot. But hey, we have a lot of fun, so go check that out.
0: I certainly enjoyed listening to it. Your vampire episode was fun.
1: <laughs> we did have fun. And we uh, for, for Halloween, we talked about murder houses that we would flip and renovate, and I chose a, a Jeffrey Dahmer's childhood home oh yes anyway yeah if you like that go check out the witching hour also on creative
0: sweet deal all right gang uh i think we should leave this uh i have i have have an ignis pergamentum video coming out soon (laughs)
1: yeah yeah.
2: oh my god this is the best news ever
0: i'm surprised you were able to get that done while you're in that sarcophagus but oh wait i forgot i scrapped that bit never mind when is it coming out uh it will be coming out on halloween Sick. I'm looking forward to that. I still don't, fight I'm doing this for over five years, I still don't really know how to end an episode. That's okay. I'll just play Six Underground. Good evening, intrepid listeners. This is the Pasta Shade, the host of Midnight Marinara, and this podcast is part of creativehorror.com. A network of podcasts and creators working together to build a constructive community of horror fans. For more content like this, visit us at (laughs) creativehorror.com.